0: It again. And say yeah.
1: the Repent and thou shalt be saved. Well, l- 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 come <laughs> yeah, to welcome to back, back. Radio.
0: to Alathia Radio.
1: Books. Nice to see you all on this fine Wednesday night. We're coming to you live from Alathia Radio Studios to give you tonight's introductory. What is it? <laughs> introductory. Introduction
0: to? Building up, up and tearing, tearing down. down.
1: Uplifting and correction. What effects does it have on us? Yeah. Does it have an effect on us? Are we affected? I am definitely affected. I affected <laughs> tonight.
0: I've been <laughs> torn
1: down. And built back. I've up.
0: fallen and I can't get up.
1: <laughs> Every time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, welcome back people
1: So nice yeah, So nice, so to, see nice you. to see
0: you Support so nice. us Check us out on Spotify YouTube Go to our Facebook page Send us a like um, We would like to do this
1: all Apple the time Apple yep. Spotify Yeah, if you didn't say that already Yeah Don't forget Facebook uh, Instagram, Instagram At Aletheia Radio yeah. A-L-E-T-H-E-I-A Don't forget the E-I-A at the end It's very important yeah. Um, Studios You can check that out too yeah. We're gonna be... Uh, Dumping a whole bunch of stuff down there. Yeah. Got some nice stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks for you, too, which I think is awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Tonight.
0: Tonight. Tonight.
1: It's your (laughs) night. It's your night. (laughs) Yeah. So I think we should first get into something current. Welcome to Alathier Radio's News at 8. I am your host, Storm Underwear. (laughs) I I don't know what name to do now parknuckle <laughs> here with Marty Porkknuckle, knuckle <laughs> giving you the weather the yes. traffic and of course the political drama yeah where we are yes so um yeah, yeah so there's some new stuff um what, big, what big, boy of... big boy big Joe big boy Joe Joe Biden changing he's changing people's lives and
0: taking changing peoples, people's lives.
1: taking people's documents <laughs> yeah uh, they're mine. They're mine. He had them next to a couple of cones <laughs> in the gr- no. So apparently, Joe Biden got caught with um, some uh, some classified documents or well, things that he couldn't have classified because they were from his uh, vice presidency days. Mm. And um, yeah, and they they just showed up, and now they found a second and third stash of them. Uh, apparently, they were in his Delaware home in uh, in the garage.
0: Wait, right. if they were safe, they were right safe next to right next old to old
1: Betty. Yeah, so they said they were stumbling and bumbling, going around, not getting their timeline right. They just showed a graphic that says an unknown number of documents found in Biden's garage. Uh, Joe Scarborough, a former Republican converse, congressman, no more unknown, no more unknown. At this stage, we're in two months. We need to clean this up. Amateur hour is over. They need man. The Republicans are mad at this. You know why? Because this is just uh, just what they what he was accusing Donald Trump of, he says was so egregious.
0: Yeah, I think the big difference is you were vice president. You were vice president. president. You, president. you shouldn't.
1: You can't declassify <clears throat> things as a vice president. Yeah, you know, I'm so, I'm
0: not even sure what happened with that. I mean, I don't think nothing that, happened. Nothing it, happened because there right? was nothing
1: there uh, that was worthy Real, of anything. Yeah. It, the I White think, House acknowledged on Saturday that more, more that five more classified records were found at the president's Wilmington estate, bringing a total of documents discovered last week alone at the residence to six other sensitive documents were located in the home's garage last month at the Penn Biden Center think tank in Washington on November 2nd. Yeah, so he had some stuff. <laughs> you know what's crazy? It's just like,
0: <clears throat> you think that we have all this technology and everything, like, wouldn't they have a better filing system like a library? Like, you check it out. You, you check these documents out. It's like, um, they haven't been they, What happened to data processing? Yeah, like, what? where are these documents? I don't care who it is, whether it's Biden, Trump, or it's like, it's like he, hey, you took these, like, on Thursday. You, you know, I get, like, you get the late notice from the <laughs> library. Like, you booked late. You're getting charged, you know. But for like, some reason,
1: the White House doesn't have that. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's like, okay, you're checking it out. Hold on. Let me. Just making a copy. <laughs> you don't have xerox machines at the white Come house on. like you like you know they're not there Yeah. like and and what's the deal it. with the documents i don't get it
0: and the other thing is like like how did they know like all of a sudden the lawyers just happened to be going through his house and
1: he's like oh look at this one i'm sure he didn't know it's got aliens in it i'm gonna take this home and
0: <laughs> they actually pulled up a a um a and. Show I think it was from, Jill. yeah, I think it was from uh, maybe the New York Post, but they, they had back in like 2020 when he was running for president, um, they had a, a, a picture of his car on the front page, and if you look real close, the documents are in boxes <laughs> right in the, back, in the back. They're like, documents falling over like the this. back. And he's like, <laughs> he wasn't a picture, it was just a picture of his garage, and people like point out like... It, it's that's the, the documents, yeah, that's right documents, right there. documents right in the
1: box. I didn't want to bring it back. I got ice cream on it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right. I was yeah. Too busy. There's
0: supposed to be like a room. I forget the way the name of it's called. Changing
1: but, people's lives. I yeah.
0: There, there, there's supposed to be like a, a room that is created, especially for, you know, the, whether it's the president, vice president, or even I think the, the speaker of the house where when there's a crisis or something happens, you're you're at your home. You need a place to go to have. I mean, uh, yeah. To have something that's secure where you can whether it be on your phone or or read documents or whatever. But I, I think it's a skiff. It's called. I think that's what it's called. A skiff.
1: There's a skiff. There's a piff. There's a jiff. I don't yeah. know what any of those things. are. Yeah,
0: but I think I think that's what it is, and and it, it's it's supposed to be like a safe, uh, a safe area for the documents for them, but. Wow. I don't think he had one. Actually, Trump wanted one in uh, in his the Florida place, but they they denied it. So,
1: oh yeah yeah, like sorry you can't do that. Yep. But everybody else can. That's all right. <laughs> it's all right with me. Yeah. So I mean, like, so uh, also there was something that happened in um in deep DC recently. So uh, they did the zero policy things for uh, school with grades and stuff like that. If yeah. anybody isn't aware of that, what that means is they, they they created this equity plans where where um plan where no one fails. Yeah,
0: I was right. Skiff, a sensitive compartmentative information facility. So it's made for like presidents, and they build it in the house.
1: So that- it's already gone out of my yeah. head right after <laughs> you said it. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, it's where they they have to like wherever they are can go into like command center, like a command center.
1: Wow. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of technicalities involved with that. So uh, so in um, the D.C. school that this happened in, um, um, we just danced around. You're going to have to bear with yeah. us. But um, so, so they have this so nobody fails program. So what that means is basically well, no matter what you do, you can't fail. Yeah. which I think is destructive and damaging to that's a child. That's equity, right? Yeah, that's the, that's the equity to, version of, yeah. um, of school right there, is that, that no child fails. Like, well, I, I want to feel bad. I don't want the child to be left behind. Well, what are you teaching the child by telling him he can't fail?
0: If you don't fall, you won't know how to get up. Exactly. I learned that this weekend when I went skiing.
1: <laughs> and he fell. And I fell and fell and he couldn't he was
0: after after a few times getting up you can't get up anymore
1: i'm going to buy him a life alert necklace for <laughs> <laughs> he seems like no
0: hello one of those apple
1: uh one of those apple locators yeah what uh, yeah those things are pretty wild yeah let's talk about that for a minute okay so um so what are they called again uh, the apple um, i don't know it's they're it's like yeah. I'm my friend, I'm a, somebody was just telling me about them. So it, it's a locator. You could put it anywhere and track it with your phone. So if you want to spy on somebody. It's an AirTag. An AirTag. Yeah. um It's like a skin tag, but in the air.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know if that's what it is, bro. So you it's take it, it. It's like a little
1: disc. It has an apple on it. What's
0: that on your skin? You, you can an AirTag.
1: They have dog tags, too. You can get them for your dogs, and you could. track Yeah, no, actually, dogs. I was
0: thinking about getting one for Bentley. Um not like he's gonna run away or nothing, but I thought that was pretty cool. Like you can actually sit it on him. And be like, wait, hey, if he did yeah. w- get out the door, you yeah, know, you, this you know, is, yeah, this is this is bad. Because People put it in their luggage. It's nowadays. like it's like
1: all those destructive, violently narcissistic freestyle guys back in the day when it comes to their girlfriends <laughs> and stuff. Like, like oh, I could track her now. Yeah, I could track her. Girl, where you go, I'ma follow you everywhere you go. <laughs> <laughs> Go slow or go fast cuz you don't know that I'm tracking. You can't see me. I'm in the bushes following <laughs> you. Know, like <laughs> I'm real creepy. I don't know how. You, I you just
0: pulled that up real
1: quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know like it's so creepy yeah, though man. Yeah, yeah. Like 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 you meet a girl at like you could meet someone out drop drop one of these air tags on them and follow them. Yeah, not cool.
0: Yeah, I I seen a uh, like three
1: for a hundred. They're expensive, but not that expensive. If you're, a I seen a news story. And, and you want to use a uh, young it man something.
0: had it in his backpack, tracked it to somebody's house, um, and called the cops. And the cops actually went, knocked on the door, was like, "Hey, have you seen this bag?"
1: Well, that's a win. Yeah, and
0: they're not allowed to go in the house. Whatever the guy was like, no, you know, you can't do it. Whatever. They just went around to the side, saw the a garbage pail, mm-hmm. and in the garbage pail was pocketbooks and wallets wow. in this guy's car. So they were like, hey, this is- Now these, we got search. Now we can search. search. Yeah, there's all these pocketbooks and wallets. And it, it was all because the kid put an AirTag in his backpack.
1: I would have been like, you see that? You got AirTags, buddy. <laughs> yeah. We should do a show. You got tags. You got tag. We just put AirTags <laughs> in people and just find out where they <laughs> where go. Where they go. Because yeah. you can do that now because now you can just buy them on Amazon. And that's that's a problem. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, man. Like, It's like, good for the
0: airlines,
1: because your, your luggage is important.
0: Yeah, I think I saw a story yesterday. My wife was telling me because we were we were and know, then you know trip. What's, you
1: know what's crazy about those air tags, is that somebody else with an Apple device can't track yours. Right. So like they don't even know they're being tracked. Like, no, you can't be. Like, it's only from for your. AirTags. It's like
0: you'll find your phone. Nobody can. Exactly. choose your phone to do. And it, it has you know. like a
1: crazy range on it because it uses satellites. You could try. Yeah. My friend had one. He's like, yeah, man, I got it in my car. I'm a thousand miles away from my house. And it's telling me that it's where my, where my car is. Yeah. right Yeah. Yeah. So Kimmy That's was re- reading
0: the story about a woman just got her luggage back from four years ago.
1: How? It, it, it just got lost. That's what my wife tells me. Don't, don't put your medicine in your luggage. Yeah. Keeping your carry on. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Cause I put it in my luggage. Yeah, you, get, like, yeah. you get lost. Like that's that's bad.
0: <laughs> like, don't worry, we'll find you.
1: Don't worry, and we're gonna find you. Yeah. So, um,
0: what else you got? What else? else we got? So, the, oh, you are talking about the uh, equity? Where you? Oh, you with know, the schools. schools. Yeah. So I
1: just think I just think it's super destructive.
0: Everybody's a winner.
1: We're bouncing everywhere. Yeah. Um, I just think it is super destructive that. That you tell a kid that they can't fail. I have failure is important. Failure is absolutely necessary. Having a child uh, learn to process failure in the in the worst parts of his life is a necessary thing, because that tells you how to overcome difficulties in life. Like that's one of the things that the Bible preaches on the most, is that you are going to have hard times. Matter of fact, the Bible is going to guarantee you hard times, and uh, but you have an outlet to get through that. Yeah. You know, some, absolutely. And what what is that outlet? The outlet is the knowledge of how to properly handle that through the Word of God, which mm-hmm. should be um, wh- where we go to for these things. And I just I just think it's interesting. So on the topic of um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, on the on the topic of um, encouragement and uplifting um, versus correction and stuff like that. Why is it difficult for a child to, to get correction now? Right, like what's wrong with correction? I thought correction has the answer in the word.
0: And it, what you what some teachers and parents do, they try to get it so you don't need to be corrected. If you just stay in this lane, you don't need to be corrected. You won't fall. You won't get hurt. You won't be. You won't lose because we're all winners. And you know. And we're not. No, I. <laughs> you know, definitely not. And what happens is, you know, we we take these kids and even, even young adults and they get surrounded by their own four walls. And then they come out in the world and actually have a failure. And it's so devastating to them. This you know? is
1: such a great segue into what I didn't even, this wasn't planned. No, this is how we get down. We this don't, how you we know don't the spirit, plan anything. The spirit's moving. <laughs> you know? So, um, so the word critique comes up here too, which I think is interesting. So we're talking about uplifting, and now instead yeah. of criticizing, it's critiquing. Now you can't even critique kids without making it seem like, like, why is there no such thing as an objective right? I don't know about wrong? you. I
0: remember when I went to school. Like, if you did something <clears throat> stupid, you like teachers be like, that that was the stupidest thing I've ever heard.
1: It's like, should I write your name on the board as stupid? <laughs> yeah, you know, right, like kids, right, like right. teachers held nothing back.
0: I had this one teacher, this one science teacher. He's he, he was big thing was like, are you an idiot? He'd, he'd always say that. Yeah. You an idiot. Like, Imagine if a, a teacher was like.
1: Oh, like you called my son and an we were, idiot? Yeah, we were like. You just called him an idiot. I can't believe he would call <laughs> someone. A, how dare you? You know what? Oh, no. I feel like an idiot now. It's, and it's if called, I went home
0: and I'd be like, yo, dad, this guy called me an idiot. He's like, because you are.
1: Yeah. You idiot. Well, why were you acting like an idiot? <laughs> you, dang, you dang idiot. You know? <laughs> right. Like, you know what? Like, um, my I think
0: teacher, we turned out okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we should have turned out a lot worse. (laughs) There was potential for worse there. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's crazy. And we did that with with very minimal uplifting. Trust me. Yeah. There wasn't much uplifting where we come from, (laughs) like, you know, and I'm not saying like, I don't, I don't, I I think, um, I, I I just feel like uplifting is something you have to practice a lot generationally.
0: Yeah. because Because it's easy to, to, to tear down. So easy. So easy, because I think that's one of the things that comes natural to us is we'd rather see, like, that's why when somebody gets hurt, you always laugh, right?
1: Every I, time, I mean, every, I'm the it's worst good. with that. I mean, why? Why is that? <laughs> it's hysterical. It's that's hysterical. why. But instead of like, you okay? You just start <laughs> laughing. Uh, every time. I don't D- get it. Don't hit your head around me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: understand. Don't get yeah. hurt.
1: But you know what? I think I think tearing people down feels so good because that's a false uplifting to us, right? To our ego. Yeah. I think I think it's very easy to be like. All right, well. Because we could do
0: it easy for ourselves. We tear ourselves down. Like, so, why do you, you,
1: you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm such an idiot. And especially I when you stop make a mistake. Yeah. yeah,
0: especially when you make a mistake. You I lose know. it. You lose it when you
1: make a mistake. I'm like, oh, I hate making mistakes. I'm yeah. like, why? I'm so perfect. Why am I making mistakes? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, but like, but that's the whole thing. Like, so so now, couple a good tear down of yourself with somebody else ripping you down for something are you going to feel motivated to continue doing it no you're not
0: a little bit of a cup of tear down
1: so in that correction and critique as a different world uh, a different world a different word for tearing people down it it, it now illustrates a totally different approach. it's the
0: same word really critiquing and it criticizing is. is similar
1: yeah you know it's just a cue <laughs> but it's true. It's like it's, you know. In. That's it.
0: You know, and I think correction is big. So in our, you know, in the Christian worldview, I mean, we we need to correct one another, especially when it comes to uh, you know theology. You know.
1: Oh yeah. You know. It's, you know. I have I've got an amazing my favorite uh, one of my favorite um, Bible verses What's about that? Uh, correction. I just want to make sure I got this right here. All right, so um, <laughs> Proverbs 23, 13. Yeah. Do not hold back discipline from the child. Although you strike him with the rod, he will not die. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: But it's true. It's true. I th- uh-huh. It's looking at the drastic part of it, but it is true. Like... It's kind of like that fear. I
1: really it, have to look at what the rod of correction is categorized in the. Oh, spotlight.
0: I used to have one in my house. It was like this long. <laughs> it, it was about that wide, and it hung right above the bathroom door. And you so knew. it was. It, so it was like you know, if I got in trouble, it was like, all right, go wait for me in the bathroom. My
1: dad just gave it to me <laughs> by hand. That, you know what's funny though? I don't. You know, I remember being upset that I got hit, but I, I never grew up like. Mad. Like this oh, is how gonna, could this, you hit me? Yeah, this is gonna hurt I me was more crazy. than it hurts you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually gonna hurt me. <laughs> no, it's gonna hurt me a lot. My
0: my dad actually did it a few times, like, you know, did that. And the one time he sent me in there and I put on, like, seven pairs of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I put on, like,
1: seven pairs of underwear.
0: <laughs> and he's, like, away from me. I put seven eight pairs of underwear. I put some toilet paper. You know, I put stuff in there. And I put, like, this <laughs> this comic book that I had, like, ra- like, raptor, like raptor. he couldn't tell. There's no, no way and he was and to was like out.
1: How would they know? Yeah, no. he would never <laughs> know. He was like,
0: and then he put everything just fell out. And he's, he's like, uh, and he told me, he's, like, at that moment, I, he's, like, at that moment, I was, like, you know what, maybe I'm going a little too
1: hard on the (laughs) (laughs) kid. All right, Dad, I'm ready for my whooping. (laughs) When when did did you get butt shots? What is that? (laughs) You know, like my dad, he just used his hand. Oh, yeah. You're it came like, to that. Wow, You know, my dad would always catch that soft spot in the back of your oh, leg. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you'd always overreact because you're a kid. You'd be like, yeah.
0: I do that. I give a little upside the head, you know, like, Pshh. what did yeah, like, you
1: just say? That's it. Sometimes yeah, well, you yeah. got to get it. Pat. Well. But I, I don't remember growing up, like, hating my my father for doing no. it. Or my mom. My mom did it, too. No. My dad, well, he told
0: me he loved me more. You know, he's like, you know, this is going to hurt me more than mm-hmm. it hurts you. Just know I love you. Bam, bam, bam.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah.
0: But one thing it did teach you is that there's consequences for your actions. And there's consequences. And listen,
1: the fear of my father's discipline got me out of a lot of bad situations. Situations. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, do I want to, if I get caught and I catch one, is it really what, you know what, guys, I think I'm just going to go home. So that's interesting.
0: (laughs) So you can actually look at discipline as a form of correction and encouragement.
1: You can, but, but discipline has to be done with a certain level of, like, so let me tell you something. I I never, like, went off on my kids or something, but, I, you know, they get upset really quick, especially if you catch them in the back and you're like, Pap, hey, what are you doing? Like, wake up, you know, and, they're like, hmm, and they get upset, and I'm like, listen, I'd go back to them in the room, like, after a comment, I'm like, listen, you have a right to be upset right now, I know you're upset with me right now, but I need to get your attention. What I'm telling you right now, you may not understand, but when you yeah. get older, you're going to understand why I'm doing, I'm trying to get your attention with this. I never, I never beat my kids ever, Mm -hmm. but I definitely, a little pop here and there just to get their attention. And they hated it. Yeah. They hated it. But you know what? I yeah, loved, my I son looked, need I, my
0: son needed every once in a while. It was You know, not like a, a beating, but like, a, you know, a good smack around above the head. Boom. Yeah. My daughter, on the other hand, she always is like, she was, a little, yeah. well, she was more of the disappointment. All I had to say, you know, you're disappointing me. And she was just like.
1: And it's like, uh, stick yeah. the knife in and it. She twist was like, it. oh, yeah.
0: disappointment, you know. My yeah. son, I'd be like, are you disappointing me? He's like,
1: okay. My daughter, I would tell her, <laughs> I would tell my daughter when she was younger, like, I'm like, Joe, don't run down the hallway, fly in the air and dig both of your knees into my back when I'm not looking. It's probably not a good thing and I might spank you if you do that again. Oh man. <laughs> you know, but but um but that's the whole thing. So interesting enough like the the Bible doesn't talk about abuse in these instances, the Bible is is using uh, correction physically as an example to tell you the well, fear. That one was, yeah. has to do with the fear. Yeah, you yeah. you need to you need to have some understanding of there being a line and um and a boundary. Yeah. in your relationship with others, and uh and that's a clear boundary, obviously. But that's the whole point because um it, they call it the rod the the Bible calls it the rod of correction for a reason because. Things get corrected really fast when you have a fear of the consequence. The problem is nowadays a lot of people in the world don't have a fear of the consequence.
0: I mean, look at have, the, look but, at the legal system right now. Look how much crime is going on because you you can commit a crime and and not be held responsible. You can get out it's right. It's like away.
1: all right, listen. If I see you tomorrow, it's going to happen again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I'll go s- right go smashing and grabbing my house yeah. again. All right, you know, or and listen, I'm not saying um. I'm not saying that the world isn't in tough times, but when is the world not in tough times? Yeah. We're always in a tough time. There's always something going on. There's always yeah. a lot, um, a lot getting in there. But but now, so so, what is the importance of uplifting?
0: Well, in the discipline, um, like you're talking about, then you have. Uh what the Bible teaches, you can't contrast what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches not to let any corrupt talk come out of your mouth. Um, when you do encourage, um, you know, the, the same Proverbs yeah. like 18.21 says that the death and life is in the power of the tongue. So it's also yeah. in your correction, you, you it's have... It's how you communicate. How you too, communicate yes. that correction yeah. and discipline. Yeah, so
1: you can't you know? discipline somebody without yeah. taking the time to love on them and to really pour right. into them of what what's happening and to try to give them a proper understanding of that discipline. I don't, think, um, I don't think there's an area in the Bible, like, for example, um, Behold, how happy is the man whom God reproves so does not despise the discipline of the Almighty. That's Job chapter 5. Oh, yeah. 17. Um, to despise the discipline of the Almighty, like, think about just despising the discipline of your parents. You do, but you're going to respect your parents if they communicate with you thoroughly and they say, Listen, listen. I don't want to have to discipline you. Yeah. But this right here is you're putting me in a bad position. I can't allow you to do this because this will be the consequence. So what consequence would you rather have? Would you rather have the consequence of facing me or the consequence of having irreparable damage to your life? Yeah. Keep your hand off the stove. I don't want to tell you again. Yeah. You know? It's like, yeah, let my let my child get third-degree burns because I'm worried about hurting their feelings. Right. You know? This is exactly what's happening in the world today in a different um through a different lens but that's what that's the question that people are asking right now right you know and and, and when you uplift people you don't uplift them by giving them the answer you uplift them by reminding them that they have the potential to find it on their own but
0: you also uplift also showing them that it's it's the promises of God also that are encouraging. Well, this you know, is why that's, the
1: worldview is very important. Yeah. There's not much of a worldview in the world that is anywhere Judeo Christian. Right.
0: In Isaiah 40, 30, 31, it kind of tells you like this is going to happen. It says, though youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, like that's what happens. Well, you stumble badly. Yeah. Yet those who wait on the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up. With wings like eagles, they will run and not get tired. They will walk walking, and not, not become weary. They will run, not get weary. Not That's yeah. my, That's yeah. I mean, but weird. but yeah. you, it sh- it tells you, you know what? You're gonna stumble badly.
1: Absolutely, you're gonna
0: grow weary and tired.
1: And I I, I think like like seriously, and let's take this for what it is. Um, Majority of men commit majority of the crimes. Why? Because men have more aggression in us. We don't know how to properly use it. We don't know how to properly channel it. And that's why it's important to take notice <laughs> of what the Bible is saying about that. You said it he'll what does it say? He'll um he'll stumble what? Badly. He'll stumble badly. Doesn't badly. It say, oh, he's gonna f-. he'll stumble badly because yeah. the repercussions of misplaced anger and confusion in a young man is way more irreparable
0: yeah and it's also and, it's also young men you know we did it too you tend to follow the desires of your own heart. Yeah. Which are deceitful and wicked in itself. So absolutely. So that's I mean all of Proverbs. If you go through Proverbs, which I would suggest do one a day because yes. thirty one do Proverbs
1: one a day. is all like, do not trust it.
0: Yeah, don't, don't, you don't trust, trust your own you Do, yeah, do it, yeah, don't do it. But it's funny that you interesting that because I was the next verse I was talking about it was First uh, Corinthians sixteen thirteen. It says, "Be on alert, stand firm, firm in the faith, act like men."
1: Real simple.
0: Yeah. And he's he talking about men here.
1: No, But see, but that's interesting because you're telling a young man to act like a man, knowing that he's not a man yet. But to act like a man is your first step to being a man.
0: Yeah, and knowing what that is. And yeah. knowing
1: what the proper definition of a man is. Yeah. Um, I, I love, you see, this man, this rod of corrections keeps popping up everywhere. <laughs> okay. Proverbs twenty nine fifteen: the rod and reproof give wisdom. Yeah. But a child who gets his own way brings shame to his mother. Proverbs thirteen twenty four. So oh, yeah, yeah. I, let's let's go go. So on so on.
0: a child that gets his own way. So a child
1: who gets his own way, way. right? Because, because it's not the way of the mother and father. Or we're told, our father. you know,
0: as we grow, we stop, stop thinking like a child. Because <laughs> a child, like we said,
1: when it, I grew up, I put those things, things away because away.
0: you want. It's even like you don't want to share. You don't want to give, you know, you don't want to uh, be, you know, you want to be the winner all the time. You You know, and what's happening in our culture is now we're allowing the children to get their own way.
1: Yeah. And, I, and I think that's very important vocabulary there. Yeah. A child's way. Yeah. What is a child's way versus the parent's way? Right. If you let the child have his way. Yeah. And you don't enforce your way. Right. what way is the child going to grow? The child is going to grow right. to the way of the child. The child is going to be immature. You're right. going to have a 35-year-old man sleeping on the couch playing video games who can't keep a relationship. And you know he's going to go around telling people at 65 years old, yeah, I still live with my mom. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean that's not healthy like no. uh, independence and responsibility is what builds your character yeah and it's difficult yes but it's necessary and the, and I'm not saying you can't fall but even
0: still the, 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 that's why you, you look at people that are in these situations and children that have, have been not hit with a rod you know yeah you know but you could tell but I don't think it's going to the stream hitting a rod it's, it's actually doing the correction because it's as simple as actually correcting and standing firm in that correction no matter what
1: do you ever see what happens to a child when it doesn't fear its parent?
0: No, my children fear me, so I I've never yeah, seen I it. never had that problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> you will fear me. No,
0: and oh. you know what? It's one thing is I don't want my kids to fear me to the point where it's like
1: that's the kid they're not
0: going to talk to you. And, and well, see, but that's a, a different
1: type of fear. I'm not yeah, talking about yeah. an abusive fear. Yeah. I'm talking about a healthy level of oh, fear. Oh yeah, it's like, like we, me and my brothers and sisters would be like, oh, <laughs> wait till your dad don't gets let home. don't. Oh man, dad. You're going to get it. Yeah. The way <laughs> like your dad gets home. You know, like, I'm glad it ain't me tonight. Pleading with your mom, like, because please, we please knew, don't tell dad. Because we knew it, what we were doing was wrong. Yeah. It was very clear. Right. And, but my dad also, beyond anything, showed us how much he loved us all the time. Right. You know, like, he wasn't, he, he wasn't always perfect, but he of definitely course, showed yeah. us he loved us all the time. Yeah. So back to the rod, real quick. I just want to get this <laughs> <Yeah>. one out. <laughs> I, I love this though. So um, go home and beat your kids. No, he. This is Proverbs <laughs> thirteen twenty four. Just joking. Give him a good whooping. Good night. Now, um, <laughs> yeah. he who withholds his rod hates his son, yeah. but he who loves him disciplines him diligently.
0: Yeah, and this also is like a picture of of God because
1: it, God, it says I, it says yeah I, it's, I was getting it yeah, no, it, <laughs> yeah
0: God d- disciplines his children. Yes. You know, like if you're if you're not being disciplined in a, in a way when you're doing something wrong or have done something wrong and you don't feel the guilt, you don't feel the discipline, then you need to look at your relationship with God. Yeah. That's a big because God disciplines his children.
1: Absolutely. And how does he discipline you? He's introduced the word consequence to your life. Right. Every single action that you take is going to have either a benefit or a consequence to it. And every time it has a consequence, not every time, but a majority of the time it has a consequence, we know it has a consequence. With the exception of innocence and children, that's when you don't know too much about consequence. Like, I remember, like, Looking at the stairs Like wow I was just watching I was a child I was very young I was like five years old I said wow You know this is really cool Like the way in the cartoons They run down the stairs I'm gonna try it <laughs> Yeah And I did that And I hit every step Did you ever my see that video on That one down. kid
0: He puts on the, the cape
1: And he's like And he just jumps down And stairs like <laughs> And the dad's yeah, the like
0: kid- don't ever do that again.
1: The the one kid's like, I'm the flash. He goes, how fast are you? Really fast. And he turns around and he stumbles on a rock. Bam. And he face plants. Yeah. And I laughed and it was wrong, but it was a funny video. The kid's fine by the way, everyone. So, um, I love this. Um, (laughs) yet the people do not turn back to him who struck them, nor do they seek the Lord of hosts. So like, so it's really funny. It's like, um, I I had a hard time understanding that. It's Like, yet the people do not turn back to him who struck them, nor do they seek the Lord of Hosts. It's like um, it's like so you go towards the people that abuse you, and you ignore the God who loves you. Yeah, you know. Well, you were like, talking
0: about judgment before too. Like, yeah. So, I mean, Jesus brought up in Matthew that I think it was yeah it was Matthew twelve. He was like. But I tell you that every every word that comes out of your mouth will be judged, basically I, actually let me well, go that's the it.
1: thing like people say like I don't judge people, yes you do everybody no, every, judges you people. have to you have to oh, it's a, you yeah. have to judge a situation but I, but
0: but I tell you this is Jesus, but I tell you that every careless word that people speak they will they shall give an accounting for it in the day of judgment. every word
1: It's like honey, before anything happens. I'm really sorry about that, time. I said your hair looked terrible. Yeah, it says,
0: for for by your words you'll be justified, and by your words you will be condemned.
1: Yeah, I mean, and this is the problem with what's happening in the world right now. Words do have power. Words have tremendous power, and you have to be very careful of how you use them. Listen, people are still going to be offended even if you're giving them truth, honesty, and compassion. If they don't want to hear it, they're going to be offended by it. Yeah. You know, especially, and it's the
0: way you deliver it too. It's the way you encourage. I mean, we're uh-huh. we're we're commanded to you know uh, give a defense for our faith. We're commanded to give an answer to those who are asking us questions. Absolutely, but we're supposed to do it with gentleness and respect, and at the same time. You know, using your words, it. What does James say? It's like that small little rudder, The rudder of on a ship. ship. It it guides and yep. so it's so powerful. You know, that's why there's that one proverb that says even a fool is considered wise when he says when nothing, he says nothing, nothing at all. And that's basically saying, look, you got to make sure before you say something, you know, or do yeah. something. And what what is that one thing I I, I think of if, if if
1: um. I got to think of it, but the it's, thing, the thing, <laughs> <laughs> what's that, thing? It's that
0: thing, no, but think before you speak, you know, think,
1: yes, um, it's one of those, I it's one of those things,
0: right but, but it, it's, it, it helps because you know what? A lot of times when you get into arguments, instead of tearing oh. someone down, because your first instinct is quick. to be, I'll like, be like, yeah, your first instinct is like, Oh, that's not the way. I do this. You don't do this. I do this. And you're tearing somebody down rather than going, you know what? Let me just take a minute here. Yeah. Let me walk away from this.
1: Let I think me- I think sometimes I get too careful to the point where I sound like I'm a legal aid. Yeah. You know, my wife always tells me she's like, I'm not in court right now. Well, I'm like, I'm just trying to get clarity. She's like, but I'm not in court right now. You don't have to talk to me. like She's that.
0: looking for an apology and you're giving her apologetics.
1: Yes. Right. This is what I do. You knew what you married. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I like You just um, want an apology. Yeah, but like let's um, take the long route. But but now so so on the opposite spectrum of that, when we talk about uplifting and building people up, you know, yeah. For edification purposes. Mm. almost sound like education. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. So building people up for that purpose. Now now, how do you build people up without selling them a dream? which is really important. If you say, we're called to love people, right? So loving has to be based, loving someone has to be based in truth. If you're pouring someone, pouring into someone, you have to pour into them uh, with the understanding, number one, that you're being truthful to them and encourage them to be honest back to you so you could actually get to a point of understanding with them.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's that one uh, verse in Hebrews, but exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may harden... None of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin.
1: And and that's the whole point in itself right there, because the the lies that we tell ourselves and other people to portray an image to um, are the ones that are the most damaging in the long run if we get used to them.
0: The picture that I see there is kind of like us as Christians is extending our arms. Now, we're all going down this... um, River that's flowing, and we're against the current, right? Mm -hmm. And if we're not having our arms out and grabbing one another, some of us are being swept away. Oh, yeah, and going down further. So, so it's it's it helps when you create more of a wall, a chain of more of us that can encourage and uplift and hold one another together.
1: See, and that's and I think that's the tricky part of it. I think, um, I think a lot of times people view, um, Christianity, I mean, honestly, rightfully so, because of the hypocrisies that are found. But on the same note, the hypocrisies that are found are part of why we need to remain in community. Yeah. You know, we need to constantly build each other up, remind each other, you know, who we are, what we stand for. And stick together if you say, Oh man, you know, like Gandhi said, I'd be a Christian if it wasn't for Christians. And to some extent he's right, but that's not the point of what being a Christian means. It doesn't mean that you're not gonna be a hypocrite in moments. It doesn't mean that you're not gonna fail miserably at times. You may fail It says it more miserably than you stumble badly. Yeah. Yeah. You (laughs) You will
0: stumble. You will stumble you know like but that's why we're but here for what, each other because when you're, you're in community, yeah. Be. If you stumble and fall, you know, and some people are put to the point where they stumble so much that they have no choice but to look up. Yeah. Check out, out the know?
1: trailer for um, everybody for the uh, the Jesus Revolution movie. Did you see that? Did no, I send it to you? No. I think I sent it to you. you didn't check it out yet? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's really interesting. It talks about it's a based on a true story. It talks about this hippie movement in the '70s where people were really coming to Christ, right? And um, and obviously, you watch The Chosen, so you know who Jonathan Rooney yeah, is, right? Yeah. So all these these kids, they're they're hippies, and they're starting to get to know Jesus and stuff like that, but the churches won't accept them. So um, who's the guy that played Fletcher, the actor? What's his name? Fletcher?
0: I uh, don't know. I don't remember.
1: Oh, it was a great show. He was... Um, I don't
0: remember. I know
1: who you're talking a, about. Uh, he played Beast in X-Men. What's his name? I've said his name a million times, and I can't remember it right now. But anyway, um, so the movie's called The Jesus Revolution. He plays the pastor, right? So this girl, uh, her dad's the pastor. So she meets this one guy. He's a real big like minister to the people, I think. you know. So you knock on the door, you open it up, and it's Jonathan Rumi, the guy who played Jesus in The Chosen. And he's like, wow, man, I love the vibe of this house, man. And it's so funny. I laughed so hard when I saw it. So it's funny because what he says to him is very true. He says, your church is needed. Like, they need your church. Like, these kids are looking to find Jesus. And um, and, and listen, a lot of the Christians weren't happy with it. He, so he made a statement in the trailer that I saw that I thought was really good. He says, listen, these doors are always open in this church. It doesn't matter to who. If you want to come and you want to, you know, get to know him, you're welcome here. And you see some of the congregation getting up and walking away. And he's like, well, I guess the door swings both ways ah, then. You know, it's about, it's <laughs> about Greg Laurie. It's about Greg Laurie. Okay, Greg yes, Laurie, that's his name. Greg Laurie. Greg yeah.
0: Laurie is a great pastor in in California. I mean, he does a yeah, lot of things. He's kind of he was like a surfer.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was
0: like a surfer, and it happened all down there. Actually, he was taught by, um, who was he taught by? Um, I forget. Who, I gotta look it up. But Greg Laurie, his, let me look it up. Yeah, let but me tell you. But I look, it looks pretty Check good. I was just, I was just. I it's Jesus to... Revolution, right? Yeah,
1: the Jesus Revolution. Yeah. Yeah, I was Amazing. just looking at that. Yeah. That's so now when we're talking about uplifting, um, I think, I think a lot of times when it comes to uplifting people and correcting people, I think we really need to have the tough conversations with ourself. Um Number one, what's, I'm not saying that people aren't worthy of investments, but what conversations are worthy of your investment? Mm. Um, are, are we, don't, don't waste it. Don't cast your pearls among swine. Um, um, also, you know, if you're investing time away from your prioritized relationships, make sure it's, it's beneficial for uh, for the people that are involved. Like, you know, because um, anytime you do ministry work, you take away from your family, you know, and, and your family, for the most part, will be supportive for it. You know, yeah. um, but but you can't invest in you can't spread yourself so thin where it becomes destructive as well. You know, because we do we do have to prioritize these these relationships that we were blessed with, but on the same note, we have to keep our hands extended to people that need us. That's yeah, what we're. That's here what I'm
0: for. saying. Arms I should be out and uh, lifting people because I. what is you know the Bible teaches that? You know, I think it was necessary for a soldier to carry someone's pack for a mile, mm-hmm. but J- Jesus was like, basically, you need to carry it for that extra mile. Extra mile, anyway. Just anyway, just just because.
1: Yeah, and and it's funny because like that's. That's the difficult thing that we all have to do with. So, when you are uplifting someone, how do you uplift them um, so much without making them think that everything they do is gold? That they're gonna ha- and remind them that they're gonna have to put work into it, because uplifting is uh, is usually um, more the title to uh, to the moment of when encouragement is needed after failure, right? You know uh, when somebody's having a hard time, you need to encourage them and be like, "You know what? It doesn't matter what's going on right now. it doesn't matter how bad you've failed. You've already failed now you can you can continue to move forward, you can go up, and that's one of the things that Jesus was very big on moving forward and not looking back at your old ways, yeah." You know, and, uh, and I think that's, that's the motto that we should follow when, when we come across uh, these moments of failure and these moments of difficulty in life.
0: Because it's going to happen. You it's know, definitely going to happen. We're going we're gonna to fail, and we're going to fail at our encouragement, you know. Mm-hmm. But what we can do is... is that's like, why we
1: do a lot of shows, because yeah. when we mess up, we messed up three times tonight. Yeah. But we did it now. That's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> but we uh, keep on going. We gotta, we're going to put out a gag reel. Yeah, that's going to be hysterical. Yeah,
0: so I think I think the this. most important part of this whole thing in encouragement is also uh, to, like we talked about before, is looking looking at the uh, promises of God, you know, and and sharing those with other people because that's what is the, you know, we said we were talking about equity before, yeah. you know, there, God has no impartiality; He sees everybody the same way. Yeah, you know. So if he
1: sees us the same way.
0: Um, Yeah. It's either one way or another way. Yeah. It's either, you know, you're, you know, uh, in death or you're in life in Christ. So it's either one way or the other. And those are the consequences. That's the only thing that's seen. That's Mm -hmm. why in that, in that Hebrews, it says that, you know, in that Hebrews verse, basically like there's only that one of those two ways to then encourage one another to keep us away from that.
1: Yeah. Second Timothy four, two, um, Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, yeah. exhort with great patience yeah. and instruction. So I love that. So it says be ready in season and out of season. You know, like you're always an ambassador for the kingdom. So it says to reprove, to rebuke people, to exhort. But then immediately after those words are written, it says with great patience and instruction. So, of course, the first thing you're going to need is patience. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the second thing that it says and instruction. So what you're doing is you're going to correct people, but you have to correct them with patience. You have to correct them with an understanding and and an approach of, of, you know, you you want to be firm, but you, but you also want to still remain kind in some sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and then instruction. And then like, so you're not only are you rebuking them but you're giving them an instruction of how they can avoid being rebuked rebuked in the future by giving them the proper instruction how to fix it.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to leave you with this. This this is encouragement that Paul gave uh, the Corinthians and it's for us too and it says therefore we do not lose heart but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an internal weight of glory far beyond all comparison, while we look not at the things that are which are seen, but at the things that which are not seen. For the things that which are seen are temporal, but the things that which are not seen are eternal.
1: Can you imagine how radical that was for the time? Yeah. They were probably like, Huh? <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, yeah because now you're you're talking about yeah this invisible kingdom that exists in our realm being possible
0: it's spiritual
1: it, it he says your, your
0: body is decaying but mm-hmm. your spiritual is growing
1: yeah so like so so to hold on to these things of now yeah. so dearly yeah. and not give
0: and even for today because people a lot of people think that this is it
1: Yeah, like once you you die, you die. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what's going to happen to the you part of you when you die?
0: Yeah, everybody has a a soul. So,
1: yeah, and that's what it all breaks down to. Some of the other ones that I really like uh, are uh, now may the God who gives perseverance and encouragement grant you to be the same, of the same mind. With one another according to Christ Jesus Romans fifteen five, mm-hmm. why is that important? Um, especially when you're lifting people up in the community, in the Christian community, um, to have to have your mind in one accord. In one accord should make it a, a reasonably easier approach to understanding why the person is taking the time to either rebuke, correct, or uplift you to the point where you say, okay, I. I don't like being rebuked. And I've been rebuked through my church family. And it's not fun. Yeah. But you know what? Like, you, you take the moment and you say, all right, I get it. You know, yeah. I, I kind of deserve that. It's, but it's
0: also being up. able to handle that critique and that criticism. It's, it's yeah. being able and to don't fake
1: that. it. Don't, don't, don't fake it like, yeah. oh, you're right. And then go around and just, like, not care after that. Because you're only hurting yourself. Well, actually, you are hurting the people that invest into you as well.
0: Yeah, that you should always look because there's always something that can you can change.
1: Yeah, you could. It's like when you cross the street, check both ways. It's
0: always like I think about (laughs) it because it's kind of when we want to do it our own way. It's like that that uh, the the picture of. The account when Peter walked out into the water as yeah. soon as he started realizing everything around him he was like wait a second oh, wait. wait a second he started falling and it's that moment where Jesus grabs him you know and mm-hmm. pulls him out we're, we're called to do the same thing for, for each other yeah you know what I mean?
1: absolutely and he stepped out so yep. you gotta give him that good so yeah. coming back next week we're going to be talking about wisdom and knowledge
0: knowledge and wisdom
1: knowledge and wisdom yeah. What is the two, what it be, and what it gon' be? That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. about sums it all so, up. So uh, we love you guys. We'll see you yeah. next week. Um, tune in every Wednesday at 8. Don't forget to check yeah. your major platforms for Aletheia Radios off the books.
0: Yeah, subscribe, yeah. like us. Yes. Join in on the conversation. And
1: even if you don't like us, like us anyway.
0: Yeah, Well, too bad. <laughs>